What's up, everybody? I'm JJ John J. Stramski. And I'm Jason Goff. And if you haven't heard, The Ringer has gone local. I'm bringing the fire. I'm bringing the rain from the Big Apple with my show, New York, New York. And I'm repping Chi-Town with my new show, The Full Go on All Things Chicago. We've got episodes three nights a week with all the reaction to the local teams and guests. Plus bonus episodes around all the big games and storylines. So whether you're uptown, downtown, in the burbs, or a transplant. Make sure you follow New York, New York, and The Full Go on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. Tuesday edition of Sports Cards Nonsense. Things were a little dicey before we hit the record button, but we found our way. Did we find our way? Are we? But Jesse's still, Jesse's still so angry, good. apparently. I'm not angry. I'm the happiest little camper. As I was informed last week, when you're answering now, I will pay attention and I will not hum or sing songs. So... Oh, you, know you did not address that. For no more everyone fun. who doesn't know. No more my... fun on the podcast. That's the point. We're going to be like all the other drips and idiots in this space. We're just going to just fax and talk about card designs and colors. And we're calling that's people it. idiots now. No like, more entertainment value here, folks. Why are you? I'll tell you why he's angry. Last week after the show. Here we go. We got a little call out. And here's what I hate. I love when people call Mike out because I get called out all the time. And he very rarely does. But when he does. As soon as he does on the Facebook group, everyone comes to his defense, which I love. It's great. But then the opposite starts to happen. It's like, no, I love when Mike does this. What I don't love is when Jesse does this. And I'm like, oh, this turned real, real bad for me. But for the most part, it was uh, beneficial, I think, for all of us. Did you watch the game last night? See, you just said you would listen when I spoke. I did. And I then listened. You- I listened. I didn't interrupt. And now I'm curious if you watched the game last night. Can I talk about the snore guard for five seconds? Oh <laughs> I will say, though, can I, I talk over? Had, can I talk over this answer or no? I've this- had seven or eight people reach out specifically asking for the link, including for some reason, Uncle Jeff listens to the show and he uh, he uh, he called me asking. For he looks it, which, he looks like a snore. I'm going to be honest I mean, with you. He's a Gibson man. It's a, it's a genetic thing. I watched the game. Which game? I didn't watch the Bucks game. Sweet it wasn't on YouTube TV. Caroline. You're just, oh my god! I hate that song. You, I have just, hated that since I was a kid. I don't know who this Caroline person is. I don't trust her. I don't need a song about her. I don't hate anything about it. I don't need a bunch of dumb fans in the stands going bump, bump, bump. I love don't my Red even Sox. Pretend love, that you're a Red Sox. I fan love now. my playoff Red Sox. I am totally oh a postseason fan only. Watched the game last night. I am all in, baby. I've been watching. I watched the elimination game against the Yanks when they crushed my hopes and dreams of making money on Judge. I watched all three games against Tampa. I took them in the poll on the Facebook page, by the way, to beat the Rays. Deal with that. You tell me right now, why does Chubby Devers not sell for more? I'll tell you this much. You are making Jimmy Fallon so upset with you. Jimmy Fallon in the movie Fever Pitch is the ultimate fan. And he would say to someone like you, you're a turncoat. That's, That's what he not would say true. about you. The ultimate fan would never bring Drew Barrymore onto that field. Oh, don't even. Drew Barrymore is a sweetheart. The aliens from E.T. should have taken her with him. <laughs> that would have made me feel. Oh, Ronick just said Fallon's a Yankees fan in real life. That's a t- <gasps> typical weasel like him. He's dancing around doing his thing. Yankees fan. That's fine. Um, oh, I don't know if wow. we're going to have any card talk today either. I don't I'm very think excited about the Red Sox. There's some <laughs> other things I'm mad about I want to yell about. You uh, seem angry today. Kiki Hernandez, nice little walk-off shot last night, sacrifice fly. 
Not too shabby. Not a walk-off sacrifice. Still won the game. I'm going to say Houston wins tonight, and we have a repeat of what we had a couple years ago. My, your, our Boston Red Sox, and the Houston Astros. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I think Tampa Bay Tampa Bay could come back, even though they're eliminated. <laughs> I think they're going to... You still... think they're going to... There's going to be some kind of weird call. They're going to come back. And then the Colorado Brewers are going to ultimately clinch it. Is of my course. New. Yep. I've changed it up, and that's how... Let me say this that. about the Tampa Bay Rays. Any, we had some questions. I think there was even one in the mailbag. I'm going to jump ahead to it. Wander Franco, offseason, is it time to just move on? Anybody who watches baseball and is a card fan at all, if you are selling Wander Franco stuff in the offseason, I think it's a horrible move. That guy is an absolute stud. He's a kid in a big spot, had a bunch of hits. He had all, at least one home run this series. Franco's going to be fine. He's still about 30 to 40% down from his peak when he got the call up. No reason to mess with Wander Franco. We're going to start seeing next year. We had some this year, and we'll start seeing more in next year's product, too. More patch autos. Wander Franco's just fine if you're a Rays guy. No reason to dump his stuff. He's he's going to be amazing. If you're a Red Sox fan, I spent about 1000 bucks yesterday on Chubby Devers. I, I keep saying at some point, Devers stuff has to take off. He is having like an unbelievable streak again in the, in the playoffs. So I think this is the year. There you go. Your thoughts. I, I my thoughts were like, are we into the show now? Like we didn't do like into the a, show. Let's do like a little bit of a rundown what we're going to talk about, and then we'll do big picture. Let's start again. We're going to jump Sweet. right in. <laughs> do you want to hear the song again? Who sings that? I the can never. The guard. Ronick, who sings that song? Ronick knows. Ronick doesn't know. It's Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond. I know. You're embarrassing. That is ridiculous. Right now. I can ne- honestly, if you asked me that a thousand times over the course of a seven month season, I would never get that right. And then as soon as somebody says it, I know it. Yeah, I don't have any use for Neil Diamond's song. There you go. So today on the show, we're going to do NFL do the Hot rundown. Cold. Yep. We're going to discuss who's really taken off, who's cooled down. That's why it's called Hot Cold. We're going to talk a little bit more about uh, some injuries. We're going to touch on some releases coming up. I think Mike's got a little more MLB talk in him. Maybe not. Maybe he wasted it all right there. Uh, We're going to talk about how scammers have come into the space and how some are calling them out. Interesting story coming up. Uh, We'll talk about a few purchases and then mailbag. There is your rundown. That's how it's done, Michael. Good time. Never seemed so good. So (laughs) good. You know how many people you're angering. You're at least angering one person, if not multiple people. Can you sing songs on a podcast or is that like a copyright thing? We can sing that, I, right? I think so long as uh, we're not singing it perfectly. I don't know. I don't oh, think well, we then I'm in trouble. Out. Okay. Hot cold. <laughs> this is all from in the desk of Indy. NFL hot cold. Most of this is Indies. I picked up a few other things to mix in. I didn't open so, the email, by the way. <laughs> perfect. That's what we like. All right. We're going to talk about hot cold players. Let's start with the hot, hot ones. And with that, we got to talk Josh Allen. Uh, my dad texting me about the bills, which is it's a really weird thing in general. Hey, do you want to go ahead and round out the other aunts and uncles? You've already met. Now we're getting two Gibson. Do you want to talk about Tim? Is this a Hang jealousy on. thing? Bring Tim, in Ellen Tim and Becky, Gio. Tim Let's Becky start and talking who? about them. Just round out the whole family. <laughs> Didn't know anything about cards in the podcast today, but that Jesse's got a heck of a family tree. And Mike hey, has guys, a beautiful singing voice. For everyone who's upset with Mike interrupting my Josh Allen talk. No. Go ahead and call him out for that. Never did that. Never. Do it. Do it. Okay, um, Josh, Allen. Josh Allen, bottom line, he's looking pretty darn good. What happened with um, your dad, though? Your dad texted you about Josh oh Allen. God. That's what you said. You, you teased that. It was, 
it's just a weird thing for us to talk sports, period. But he is all in on the bills. When did you and your dad start talking again? What's going on here? And, <laughs> we and talk you were, all the time. And you were over there Saturday night. This whole <laughs> yeah. family is just just getting your wife, reunited. And I'll tell you one thing: it feels so good. <laughs> your wife brought us pumpkin pie. Okay, what about Josh Allen? What is the purpose of this segment? Enlighten me. Bottom. Yep. Bottom, bottom line. line. Sure, it's the last. Josh one. Allen has had a nice little spike as of recently. So what? What Indy did is he put together the guys who he likes and doesn't like, but he also put together some cards that aren't necessarily the go-to rookie cards. In this case, we're talking about his 2000, Josh Allen's 2018 optic card 154 specifically. As opposed to just prism every time, which I yes. really like, by the way. Yes. I'm a fan of how Indy did this. I did look at it a little bit. I opened it. Okay. So you lied. You're a liar. Okay. That. That's good to know. So, so yeah. he likes this card specifically. Um, I think he was comparing this to Mahomes. Um, this card has a much lower pop, just to put that in perspective. You want to give us it that It only number? has 800. 800? 840. Um, the Mahomes card has a little over 3,000. Um, so here's what Alan's card did. It was going... For about uh, four fifty, and I'm sorry, it was. It's now going for four fifty, uh, but it has popped. I think like twenty percent or something uh, over the last few weeks. So deservedly so. I mean, he's playing yes. great. They just went to Kansas City and beat the crap out of that team. Mahomes optic PSA ten is like fifteen hundred still. By the way, so you're talking about less than a third of Mahomes. Yes. Um, if anybody wants to panic sell Mahomes cards, by the way, like all the loudmouths on social media, send me an email, sweethearts. I will buy every Mahomes rookie you have. Overreactions. I, I would I would agree with that. It seems like everybody keeps saying it's ridiculous. That, yeah, that it's time to dump Mahomes, but why? I don't understand. Because they've had a, he, a cold. Start. He has a couple bad. They're yeah. basically two and four in their last six. They got routed in the Super Bowl two and three this year. He has not looked great. That's fine. I also haven't seen Tyreek Hill super engaged in Travis Kelsey. And there's been a slight decline in pricing on Mahomes. There's no reason to sell him right now. If you're going to sell him to me, I don't think there's any reason to. If if I had to pick a team to win a playoff game in the AFC tomorrow, I would still I still trust the Chiefs more than anybody. Having said oh, that, really? Josh Allen's playing. Yeah, they've done it before. I, I've okay. never I've not seen Josh Allen have a huge playoff win. So you would base it because you've actually seen them I've get there. I've seen and it do happen. It. Okay. But um, it doesn't take away from Buffalo is a is definitely an overall better team than Kansas City. Kansas City's defense is putrid. You're wearing a bright red shirt today. I thought you were going to say you got signed by the Chiefs because you could walk on tomorrow and play for that defense. Garbage, as the French say. If anyone is also curious, his rookie is typically known as the 2018 Prism. Um, that card is a PS, as a PSA 10 is going for about $830. Okay, that card actually has not moved a whole lot, it's and it was been, and it was more expensive before the season when everything else spiked. That's what's weird. Still not even that. So what's the optic? I cut you off eighty five times. The optic has a pop of about eight hundred. It's selling for about four fifty still. Yeah, selling for four. So about half right of now. what that uh, of what the prism does, and with a much lower pop. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly. just a matter of people just like prism and still default to that. But if you're in this anything long term, I think the optic's a great play. It's not going to be the prism value tomorrow, but eventually I think those things catch up to one another one way or the other. I like the optic, though. So that's a good that's call. Josh Allen. Kyler Murray is also dominating. They're five and oh right now. Yep. Um, he had a slow offensive game against the Niners, but they won. I mean, 
yeah, yeah. still one. Uh, also low pop count, a little under 1,200. Um, what card are we talking? I'm sorry, I missed no, it. I'm sorry, yeah, no, you're no, right. 2019 I, Select. I'd like to take just a minute oh. and apologize <laughs> to you. Yeah. Um, 2019 Select Base. Yeah, uh, 2019 uh, Select Base card. Like 175? Uh, this is going for about 190. 190, okay. Under, yeah. And his prism, does he have that for reference? Was it doing 400 um, still? He doesn't, but I pulled it up here. So looking at the Kyler Murray prism card, uh, it's uh, going for. <laughs> I said I wouldn't do it. You're doing so That's badly. That's filler noise, though. 400 and 413 is what it caught. That so card is 190 going for. compared to 430. What's the pop? Over the last month and a half, it has steadily been on the rise, of course, as Good. they've been doing so well. Um, the pop count is 2,400 on that card. I like the same thing. I like the select there. Select's a good brand, not a crazy high pop. What's the pop on the select? I don't, I didn't catch that. Uh, either. the pop, I don't think we mentioned it is, uh, a little under 1,200. So less than half. Again, cool. Nice card. Um, is Rondell Moore on his list, by the way? I'm going to go ahead and I say probably not. I don't believe he not. is not. No, That's the guy I was not. talking about preseason. The uh, second round pick for the Cardinals. I like him. He's becoming that slash type player, run the ball, receiver, super explosive player. So if you look at his patch autos, gold standard, certified, anything but Origins. Origins is still expensive because it just released. You can still find nice patch autos of Rondale Moore for 50 bucks or less. Some of his certified stuff sold even this weekend for like $30. If you're looking for like a cheap flyer to take on a guy, he's no DeAndre Hopkins, not the best player on the team. I'm not saying that. He's exciting. I think he's an explosive. Is he relatively kid. new? He's a rookie this year. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I think he's, man, I was going to say Purdue, but I don't ever, I don't care at all about football. I watched my first college football game from beginning to end the other day. I Why? watched Kentucky. I was with Sky, my bud. Oh, okay. Uh, he's a big go blue. <laughs> Is that a thing? I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> that's what they say. That's what everyone in Kentucky Anyways, says. Rondale Moore. Explosive. Rondale Moore. I like yeah, still very cheap. If that team's gonna keep winning games, I think he's gonna start getting some more attention. I would not buy Origins. I would buy his other stuff because it's already kind of come out. Had it's like, hey, first couple sold high, settled in nice and low. I like Rondell more. Uh I just did it and I was literally about to say how I'm trying not to do it. Someone called me out for this and I'm purposely working on it. Uh I'm I'm not gonna be great at it because I'm doing it as I speak. I'm trying not to use us and uh, ums. That being said, I will continue to do it, just hopefully less. I'm glad there to hear go. that, actually. It's not a criticism. It's just the way you talk, but I like that. Okay. We're all about improvements here. Hey, Ronick, what's something you're going to improve on? I'm going to not talk over Jesse. Jesse's going to not say, ah, and um. Are you going to try and be less handsome? You handsome devil, you. What is wrong with you? That's a, <laughs> that is harassment, what? Jesse. He's a nice guy. I just... I know he's a nice guy. It doesn't mean you call him handsome on a podcast. That's a compliment. You, I wouldn't, I'd call you handsome if I ever wanted to compliment you. Thank you, Jesse, he says. Yeah, he didn't unmute himself because he's embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, nice job. All right, move on. Next. <laughs> next. Dak Prescott is who we have next. Here's uh, the thing. Hey, let me just say this. The narrative with Dak. I understand everybody's like, hey, he's going to choke at the end of the year. The Cowboys are still the Cowboys. Their owner is still a total clown. At some point, I, I do they do they keep it together for a whole season? He looks great. I like the Dak Prescott, especially because we own that Dak Prescott in our start suck account. Um, it is still up a little bit, I believe. But bottom line, 
Uh, we He pulled up the Prism uh, Dak Prescott silver card. It's a raw card. So I ended up pulling up one that was graded just for a little and more I traded for this exact And I traded for this exact card yesterday, as a matter of fact. Oh, did you really? What did you trade? I did. I traded for a PSA 10 Prism. I traded my Mac Jones. Okay, you can cut this. Can you? I, this is totally me. I'm not trying to be funny. Could you touch your face a little less? It is. I don't know why it is. It's not you. I want. <laughs> Please don't cut this. Please don't. You cut can this leave wrong. it if you want. Ronnie, don't cut it. I. <laughs> I, I was. I was saying cut it because I was trying to be nice. You have had your hand in your face the whole. You just scratch it and rub it. It's, I'm not mad. I think you're doing a fantastic what job. What is wrong with my hand? I'm like, I just you know this, you're I'm scratching and rubbing. For you, I'm gonna work on it. That's the thing. It. You're working on the ahs and ums. Work on the aha. I'm not gonna touch my nose anymore. Perfect. Everybody's happy. You um, got it, bud. If you want to leave it, I don't care what you do. What are we talking about here? Dak Prescott. <clears throat> Where <God>. are the puppies? <laughs> at some so, point, at some point, I'd like to think the guy driving in his car was like, "Wait a minute, the podcast you skipped. We're talking about Dak Prescott." Then his hands on his face, literally then, just said Dak Prescott, and then, then face talk. Then Mike said <laughs> something about his puppies. Did I? What did Mike? He's looking at his phone. He's like, "This thing skipped." Are we under some kind of laughing guy? Are we having strokes? I don't know what's happening. Dak Prescott. Dak you Prescott. Traded I traded for his card. 2016 prism. We've said this before. As a reminder, in 2016, all prisms were silvers. They did not have base. Don't let that fool you if you see that. So that card was trading about 850. I traded my Mac Jones certified patch auto and 200 doll hairs for that. So oh. I traded up, did well, because the Mac Jones has come up. I paid four fifty. The Mac Jones worth a little bit more. Wait, for this rock card? PSA ten. Oh, it was a, it was a PSA, PSA ten. PSA 10. Oh, yep. okay. I so that that will put me at two. Actually, a guy named David on Instagram. David sold me some stuff at a good price too. David's a deal maker. He's not David coming to me. David likes to message. See David David's name pop up a lot. Yep, but I like wheeling it. and dealing. When David comes to me with a card for sale, it's like, hey, I've got this for eighty percent. Interested? I don't have that's, to sing and dance a, with David. I like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, good dude. Uh, so yeah, that just goes to show you, though, I I think Prescott's going to keep it going long enough. Now, do I trust him in the playoffs? No. The Rams, the Bucks, uh, the Cardinals. I don't trust the Cowboys in the playoffs. But I think you can do well with Dak Prescott stuff uh, in, the, in the interim. But I did not mean to interrupt too much. No, no, no. Uh, I haven't to, touched your face since I said anything, by the way. And I actually now, did. I did I it really quickly. I, I didn't raised wanna. my hand up. And you like the down. flash. You got that red shirt on. What's that guy's name? I am. What's uh, his name? Gordon. Uh, Allen. Al Barry Allen. Allen. Barry Allen. Gordon. Love it. Um, PSA 9 of that card is going for about 300. The PSA 10, 885. Oh, 85. Okay. What's the rod um, doing? It also is an SGC 10 of 500. Interesting note there. Uh, yeah. I don't like, know if that's... Yeah, I mean, to me, that's that's where it should, it's about 70 percent, 65 to 70 percent. It's over 500 bucks. I think that's a card that should go to PSA. The raw card is going for about one hundred and sixty dollars. Nice. You're talking like a six and a half time markup to a PSA 10. Do you when you consider that, though, like when you see a raw card, do you think, well, that's one hundred and sixty dollars is if I look at that card and to my eye, that's a 10 or are you like, you know, any raw card? Because obviously. One raw is not the that. same as another. Oh, when, right, right. So, so when I look at it, if if I think it looks to my eye like, hey, this looks pretty well mint for newer stuff, like 2016 is is still new enough. Generally, I try to comp it off something like a PSA eight. Yeah, that that kind of gives me a range. Oh, um, okay, that makes sense because yeah, because even like if worst I think case it, scenario, yeah, because even if I think it looks great, I'm not paying any. Oh, this might PSA ten. I'll pay six hundred. No, I mean it's it's because then I still have to pay to grade it. 
I still have to pay, you know. So, yeah, in that case, no. The Dak Prescott also, just as a note, it has been steadily rising over the last few weeks. It's currently going, uh, I'm speaking of his uh, 2016 Prism silver card. Uh, it's going for, like we said, about 885. It had dropped quite a bit down to the 700s uh, in late August, early September. So, yeah, I Before think this the is, season. Yeah. yeah. So you're saying right now, though, you don't see it getting much higher? Or because no, you think they're not going to make it No, I still think there's the, room. I mean, what's a Mahomes PSA 10 silver? Put that in real quick. 2017 Prism Silver PSA 10. I bet it's like 10 grand. Now, again, I'm not saying Dak is Mahomes by any means, but like if we're going to use Mahomes as the modern day, like top of the notch, like he's who we compare guys to in terms of hobby value, like that Mahomes card is, pr- I'm going to say eight. How much did you think it was going for? Man. Let me say I said 10 grand. Let me think though. He's down right now. I'm gonna say eleven. Eleven thousand. Should have gone down. Oh, really? Okay. I thought you almost said it actually. It's eight thousand. Right at what right was it 8, at, 000. say, a month ago? Uh a month ago it was 10? still going. No, it was actually <laughs> ninety three hundred or so. Okay. Uh it so, wasn't until like the off season, like May, where it was up around twelve thousand. So eight to nine thousand. Dak is selling for ten percent of that. Yeah, that that's doesn't a good point. Now, yeah. Mahomes is much more accomplished, greatest quarterback in the league right now, probably. Okay, fine. Room for growth, in my opinion, because I don't think Mahomes stuff is coming down. I think other guys, if they play well, it's going to be that kind of, hey, he is 10% of Mahomes. Cool, upside. Dak, hot. Do you think if Dak had been to a Super Bowl at this point, then he would be much, much higher? Than much that? higher. Okay. He's never won. A, I don't think he's ever even won a playoff game. Maybe we'll get a little note in the chat from Ronick. I don't think Dak's won a playoff game, though. I could be wrong about that. Uh, all right. So there you go. There's your deck. Maybe still some room to grow. Uh, Justin Herbert is our next one up. He. I am almost you- getting to the point where I am wrong about Herbert. The only thing is, I don't. he's one and two in the playoffs, by the way. Thank you, Ronick. Here's the thing with, De- with Herbert. Yes, I've been saying sell almost since day one. Not because I don't think he's great. He is great on the field. I just thought, man, if you had him at the beginning of the year, like you've made money every single week. I'm always of the mindset, sell it and walk. Like if you're in it to flip, sell it and make your money. Like I know he's playing great. I also don't trust that team to win in the playoffs yet. Uh, could be proved wrong, no question. But to me, it's like I take the win, I move on. So yes, if you sold two weeks ago, you would have made less money than you would make selling today. You still would have made money two weeks ago. I, you know, I, that's where I struggle with Herbert. I'm like, man, I, I still i am curious like... Ha- is he at his top? Every week, I feel like that. Is he at his ceiling? Is he, has he hit that ceiling temporarily? So what it's looking like is uh, between the end of August and now, well, actually, like maybe a week ago, you were looking at his dip. So he was down uh, for, and I'm looking at his 2020 Prism uh, PSA 10 card. So this was, he was dropped around $550 and lower, all the way down to like low or 400 at one point. This point, he's selling for almost $700. He's had a nice climb back up the last two weeks. I think at that at this point, you may see if, I mean, if the next game he loses, he's probably going to drop a little bit. But it looks like the trajectory of his pricing is going to continue to go up unless you see, you know, him just fall out. Yeah, and I'll but be honest, the, the, biggest, well. the biggest difference to me this year, too, is the winning. They're four and one. Under no exactly. circumstances, I think they'd be four. And, I believe they're four and one. I didn't think there was a chance. Like I thought he would play great and they'd be two and three. So, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if there's a hotter quarterback in football than that guy right now, except for Thomas Edward Brady. Man, and that's a thing. I You notice, like, the last few weeks, I don't know if you noticed this. I, I was thinking this as I was pulling this stuff up. We haven't really talked about Brady in any of the pricing because it's like, it's like there's Brady and then there's everybody else as far as investment-wise. It's like, why even discuss his card value? Because most of us can't afford it. And yeah, and we'll do, and we will, like maybe halfway point of the season, like, hey, let's have, because I don't want to do the same thing every week where it's like, hey, sure. who's hot, who's cold? So maybe we'll yeah, break yeah. it up some. We will. And the NBA is, you know, a week away. Um, but yeah, with Brady, I mean, the other day, he he looked as good in that game. And Miami's defense is is the top half of the league. They're not terrible. He carved them up short, short game, long game, throwing down. I mean, it was ridiculous. So, and no Gronk. It, it I, I was just, so good for my fantasy football team. It was, it was he did bad. amazing. There you go. Okay. Next. Um, all right. There's your hot players. We'll go over to cold. These are the guys. I'd love to get your opinion. If, okay. if at this point it's we'll do, a buy to buy at the low, or yep. if you think continue to sell off, let's do a rapid fire in these because we spent yep. some time. So just go right through Zach Wilson's first one up. I'm a hold. I think there is enough really? hope there. Again, I'm not saying he's great. I like that he's accountable in press conferences. I like the second half against the Titans. He had glimmers the other day, a little bit of a comeback in the uh, the London game. I just cannot dump him entirely yet. Closer to a sell, like, hey, I'd sell it, buy it back cheap. But even if you want to hold it, I'm okay. I'm not buying it right now. He's throwing nine interceptions. I know. Yeah, Peyton Manning threw 20 at his rookie year. He's not Did Peyton he really? Manning. I just mean he he's given me some glimmers. Hold or sell. Interesting note, the card that uh, that uh, Indy pulled up was his, uh, what is this, the dual patch auto, uh, the gold standard, gold standard. dual, dual yep. patch auto out of 49. So it sold about a week ago for 425, and then this week it sold for 262. So a little, little bit of a drop, but maybe maybe this is the bottom. Uh, Russell Wilson next up. So Russell Wilson, we were going to talk about, he does have the in- injury. Uh, is what he was his miss- middle finger? Yeah, dislocated. Is he going to miss four weeks? I looked it up. There wasn't a time frame. They said they didn't have a time frame yet as to how many games he was going to miss. Um, definitely at least probably the next two, uh, two to four weeks. I would, I would. Uh, now, to me, again, if you're going long term, if he dips at all, I think it's a great guy to buy and hold. His pops are low. First ballot Hall of Famer, great. If you're going like, hey, I'd like to buy him and sell him this season, I think you got to wait and see the record of that team. The NFC West is so stacked. If they're really out of contention by the time he comes back, there's no reason to tie up money this week. One other quick note, though, on Russell Wilson. To everybody who said he should have come back in the game, there are so many dumb football fans. Tom Brady wouldn't be on the sideline with a with a, with a a dislocated finger. It was his middle finger on his throwing hand. The guy couldn't grip the ball. What is he supposed no to do? No excuses. You oh, tear it off people, and you keep playing. Ronnie Lott ripped off a piece of his pinky back in the day. He was a safety for the Niners. What are we talking about? <laughs> you know what? You can't grip that ball, Russell. You get on that field. It's just people are so yeah. ridiculous. All right, next. Anyways, same thing. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a hold or a buy if you want to go long term. That's it. Are we done? Are we. I think, uh, let me see if there's any way. Oh, I figured you might want to bring up uh, Sam Darnold is on here. Uh, Ooh. What are your overall thoughts here? Because I... I know you were high on him at one point. I was. They were three and zero. Lost a close one to the Cowboys, who beat him this week. Uh, let me pull it up. They uh, lost again this week, and it was not a great team. They lose to the Saints. Might have been the Saints. You know, even though against the Cowboys, I thought he played pretty well against the Cowboys. Um, 
and when is Christian McCaffrey back 100%? I, you know, there's a lot that goes into Darnold, but they're still 3-2. and two. I'm not totally giving up on them yet. So I am still... That's right, yeah. Again, boring answer. I am still kind of a hold on Darnold. So none of these you are actually a sell on. Yeah, like, you know who I'm a sell on? Saquon Barkley. He's injured again. He's been bad for a while. That team's garbage. Daniel Jones, I would dump everything right now. Find a bin, light it on fire. Saquon Barkley, gone. No problem. Trevor Lawrence, I'm selling hard right now. No reason to hold him. Kyle Pitts, if there's any movement on his stuff because he had a big game. Yeah, he had a great game. Sell him immediately. Team's not going anywhere. Uh, the other, uh, we didn't discuss this, but just real quick, on the, as far as they weren't on Indy's report, but Matt Stafford, I wanted to talk about it, but the only thing is, is talking about him is, it's kind of futile when we're talking about card values because there's only 99 of his Which uh, tops 2009 chrome. tops chrome. Yeah, yeah, so 2009, just not a ton of production. He's got his tops chrome, he's got Bowman chrome, he's got his contenders and everything else in between. You look at the pop value. If, if you're going for graded stuff, pop counts are crazy, crazy low. There was a stat the other day. It's amazing. He's up, Guys are getting all worked up on Instagram. Why is he selling so much higher? His tops chrome PSA 10 is outselling by quite a bit to Russell Wilson's top scroll on PSA 10. Nobody with a brain in their skull would argue that Stafford is better than Wilson. However, you start to take into account pop count. It's under 100. That's where the major difference starts coming. So, yeah, Stafford, but it's tough. It's not like you're ever going to see consistent comps for a lot of that stuff. I like the Stafford rookie play, though. Just to just to end this on a uh, real tightened-up note, Derrick Henry's card is just... I, it's doing very well. It had a jump. It dropped. Granted, it dropped last week when they lost uh, to four hundred dollars. His two thousand sixteen Prism uh, card number two ninety two PSA ten. This is yes, this is Prism Silver. Yep. Which again, is it wasn't everything? Yep. Same as two thousand sixteen. Okay. Yep. Also, it uh, was four hundred bucks last week. If you had gone ahead and bought in on him when they dropped, it's now up to five seventy. I mean, not that's a bad amazing jump. too as a running back. Good for him. By the way, I don't know if you can hear it. Can you hear my trash guys outside? They're the happiest people on the earth. They're throwing <laughs> bags around, chucking barrels. Hey, tossing be happy boxes. with what you do. Oh, man, they're great. I worked on a trash row for a couple weeks in 2006. My Uncle Tim. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I did All have right. an Uncle Tim who did trash. That's bottom line. All right, keep going. Uh, did you have any other baseball you wanted to bring up? No, not today. We're good. We did so much on basketball. We'll save it for Thursday. Plus, we'll have a conclusion of these first-round series by Thursday's show. So, probably. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about then. Go Red Sox, Devers, Xander Bogarts. Um, but those are my two buys. Um, I'm finally loading up specifically Devers. Um, his 2015 Bowman first auto as a 9.510 is like 350. I think it is dirt cheap. So, that's it. Nothing else crazy about it, though. Ben Simmons, I did see this note, by the way. Ben Simmons is reporting to practice now for the 76ers. Uh, we don't have time today. On Thursday's show, I want to log into Starstock and buy Ben Simmons' rookie. I think it's a good buy now. I think he's going to come back. I, I thought it was a good buy at the end of the year because people like to overreact, so I, I actually like him now if he returns to Philly. Uh, I know that you put Russell Wilson injury news. We already talked about it, but what did you think about the Tua uh, coming back, it sounds like, this week? Tua's coming back this week. I, I bought uh, two or three more fairly cheap Tua's. I am banking on Tua has a big game against the Jags. We see a 20%-ish spike in pricing. I will move about half of what I have if that happens. It just seems like, because he has continued to go down even over this mm -hmm. last week or something. And this, that, I mean, like the game show, he won the game that they play, that he played in, and they've lost every other game. 
it's like, man, if he comes back and wins, it seems like his value plays would go well. up, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, again, another area where I, because I get crap about the Tua thing, and that's fine. It's another area, though, where I would tell people, I'm not telling you he's the next, you know, Russell Wilson. I think he was injured. People like him. He has a strong following from his Alabama days. He's going to come back from an injury and win a game against the Jaguars, whose defense is bad, and his prices are going to move up. I think people get their judgment clouded sometimes. They're like, this guy's not that good. Who cares? If he comes back from an injury and his price spikes, if you're in the flipping game to make money, cool, done. That's my goal with Tua. I, so I don't understand. Sometimes I think people get a little, little too cute with who they will and won't buy because of that. It, it just looks like with his pop count being as low as it is, there's only 770 of his 2020 Prism PSA 10s. I have two. And it's only $132. I, I don't think you're going to lose out on much if you took a some, chance on it. I've got a bunch of SGC Prisms. I got some uh, some mosaic color SGC 10s, some Prism PSA 10s. I've got a National Treasures, really, really nice colossal jumbo patch auto booklet that at one point was over a thousand bucks. Yeah, if he has a big game, I'm going to start selling some stuff. I'll start moving the position a little bit. Yep. Okay. All right. That's enough in NFL. Uh, you wanted to go over releases coming up? Yeah, I'm kind of curious about this. Mosaic baseball releases tomorrow. So, of course, it's Mosaic. It's Panini. It will not have licensing. No logos. It's 180 bucks a box. Three autos. You get two red refractors and five silver per box. Plus, like, the stained glass inserts. I'm very, very curious. It's rare I don't have a strong opinion one way or the other. Or, like, at least, like, an opinion to state on something. Um I don't I assume know this what, is the first time this has come out. The first time for baseball. Yep. I mean, it's it's great in football, great in basketball. But you have licensing there. You have team logos. I, I don't really know what to expect. I like that it's way cheaper than Prism Baseball came out, and I think it's a better product than Prism. So I'm kind of curious. At $180, the checklist is only partial from what I saw today. Uh, they had some of the big rookies, uh, like Dylan Carlson, Cabrian Hayes. Like, there's five or six good rookie names. I know, like, Judge, Devers... He has some pretty good vet names as well. I'm interested. I think a lot of this will depend on how do the like silver cards, like a silver Cabrian Hayes, is that a $5 card on eBay or is it a $25 card? I think the resale, which is going to take a week or two to see, is going to really determine, hey, is this a big, you know, is this a good product? It's never going to be huge because there's no logos. But I'm very, I actually am kind of curious about Mosaic to see what it does. So that is this Friday. I think it's when I think it's tomorrow or, actually. Oh, it's Wednesday. Oh, oh by okay. the way, I am so a little switch in schedule. Eddie's package at Geo Breaks got delayed because he has to ship all the way to California. I will be breaking on Geo Breaks Facebook page tomorrow. I'm breaking. I've got one case left of his product here, 2021 Bowman Chrome HTA, which I still think is an awesome. I, the value of the product, I love it. Hitter heavy. I, I bragged about that. I have I have 18 cases put up still. They will not go anywhere. The one tomorrow is the last one of his. I'm holding all mine. And then I'm also doing a 2021 Optic Baseball PYT. I kind of like Optic. It's very cheap. Um, again, no logos, but you get the color inserts, the refractors. The auto checklist is pretty good. I think you get three, 30 autos per case, plus a ton of color and refractors. I like Optic, and again, it's very cheap. So I'll do a random teams on the Bowman Chrome. We'll do a PYT on the Optic for guys who want to get into breaking. So there you go. That was releases this week's buys. I have another buy myself, but I'll let you go first. Okay. Uh, bah, 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 bah. I've got. Oh, two. by the way, guys. Oh, I'm sorry. I no, said I'd let you go first. I just have to throw this out there. Uh, I. It's not a big deal, but I thought it was pretty cool. The uh, first time we broke 500 likes on Instagram, 
was the Costanza. And I don't know. There was another card in there, but the first card was the Costanza one. I just thought that was awesome. Very cool to see. Seinfeld coming to Netflix the past week has been one of the greatest things that's ever happened in the history of my life. <laughs> you know, it was on Hulu forever. And that's where we watched. It. I hate Hulu. I don't know why. I don't. I, I forget. I don't we like have it. it. That's yeah. honestly Hulu is the gym membership of TV. You sign up, <laughs> you pay until you die. And then you go back. You, oh, I paid over the course of my life. I paid twenty one thousand dollars for a channel I never watched. That is worth Hulu. it. <laughs> um, I yeah, I, I, I watch Seinfeld every night now. I love it. My so actually we'll mix this in. I have some buys. You inspired me to. I saw your your Jason Alexander George Costanza autograph card, and I do. I, I'm kind of getting off to like, hey, I want some other cool pieces. I'm really inspired because of like like setting up the office, um, my office at the new house. But I'll tell you one thing. I I am determined to buy now. They have the scripts like replica scripts that are autographed. I want one signed by George Jerry. I would love it to be signed by Kramer. I, somebody told me like he didn't sign a lot of those. I would love to get like an autographed dream scenario. Yes. When these are your dreams, by the way, you don't have a lot going for you. <laughs> dreams and Merv Griffin. The Merv Griffin episode is my favorite episode oh, of all yeah. time. I want I can't that help but notice I want you didn't that say script. Elaine. Did you do that on purpose or do you not want Elaine on there? Well, she can be on there too. That's fine. But the big three. What? The what? big three. It's the big four. Golly. Bur- mm. You were. What's her name? Is- I don't remember her name either. <laughs> Her name in real life or yeah. her name on the no, show? No, Elaine Bennis. What's her name in real life? Julia. Uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus. Yeah. I mean, if I could get that script signed by George and Jerry, I'm in. George, Jerry, Kramer, even better. All four, the quadfecta, I would love it. That would be the summer of Mike if that happened. I, I'll keep an eye out for specifically Elaine only for you. There you go. Perfect. Okay. Uh, buys this week. So real quick, I bought a LaMelo lottery ticket insert. It's kind of cheap. SGC 10. I think SGC 10s in basketball are super cheap. I what is that? What's a lottery ticket insert? I forget the brand, actually. It's it's just an insert card. It's worth like 80 to 100 bucks. It's not a big card. Um, maybe a little bit more than that. SGC is not selling that great in basketball yet. I think there's room to buy those. So I've been buying some of that up lately. I bought a few LaMellos. I bought the orange laser SGC 10 Tua. Talked about the DAC silver trade. Um, Zion, I bought a couple hoops premium color PSA 10, so not base, like green and hyper, I think. Again, nothing base, nothing crazy low numbered. Zion and LaMelo, my plan would be to sell during the first month of the season. And then two of the same thing in the next couple of weeks, probably sell two. What did you buy? I made like four purchases, five per- purchases, which is like, that's a lot for me. Um, first one was. Did you spend $10,000? I'm going to leave here thinking you spent 10 grand on that jacket. <laughs> Uh, it was a thousand dollars, is what he said. I just watched that episode I, I'm aware. last night. Okay, you get sorry. Okay, just as long as you know. Uh, first card that I purchased was another Jason Alexander card. In fact, uh, this was like him on an actual baseball field throwing out the first pitch, I believe. So that'll be fun. Uh, I also got a Jerry Seinfeld Mets card. It was you actually all produced in on by Seinfeld. Tops. All in oh, on I, well, that's the thing. I started looking for celebrity cards, and it's like eBay knew that I purchased the other Jason Alexander. So it's like, all right, we're going to show them all the Seinfeld stuff first. Your mantles, so, your roots, your DiMaggio's, <laughs> your Costanza. Who doesn't want to play baseball in cotton? All right. Thank you. That's Thank you. Um, that's That was where the Seinfeld train ended. Then I made a uh, Garth Brooks card purchase. Uh, don't worry about that. Don't you worry about that. Uh, that's, wouldn't, wouldn't think of it. Then I made 
probably my next best purchase and probably our next next best Instagram like photo, a Instagram or a Richard card side skybox card in a PSA holder. Okay, uh, I don't want to be critical. Who's Say- Richard Karn? Oh, Richard Karn. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I got a little too excited. My my mouth filled sure, up with saliva. You're Karn. Richard Karn. Are yep. you familiar with him? No. Okay. Richard Karn. Ricky. Is otherwise known as Al from Home Improvement. Al Borland. Oh, my God. It's Is it just the top it, of his head? Did he ever no. show his whole face? No, no, no. You're thinking of Wilson, the guy next door. Al Borland. Oh, was the, the co-star. Yeah. Well, that's not going to help anybody. No. I was going to show Jesse's, you, but. You Jesse's holding see. up a picture, but he has a green screen. <laughs> totally blank. That's totally okay. blank. Uh, bottom line is it's a signed card of Al. And uh, it's also got some fun facts about him on the back. I don't know why you're in. I, I'm just like, I'm in on all this like I 90s this. sitcom television stuff. You're in I, I on think the great. world. I like it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I think we make a few collector's corner type posts on Instagram with your stuff. Split yeah, it I up, think it make a fun. couple. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. You want to, uh, you have a few other things. Oh, yeah. The card porn scam thing. So I looked into this too. I assume hey, you, well, I know you already knew about one it. One second. I actually just got a message with tracking. From the guy, I I bought a fifteen hundred dollar lot of, um, who was a uh, Jason Tatum, PSA ten six card lot Jason Tatum rookie stuff. I've been we talked about in the newsletter kind of the rationale, but I have finally been following through and actually making some deals with some Tatum stuff. Tatum rookie stuff, I love it. I wanted to get that for the pickups before we jump. I'm sorry. Nice. No, no, no. It's it's funny when you said that though. I was thinking Channing Tatum because I'm you know the celebrity card. Sure. So I'm gonna be looking for that Channing Tatum card for you. I bet you. Um, so if anybody did not see this on a card porn site, they posted, they've made a number of posts the last few days. Do not do business with a guy by the name of, uh, Dan- he has actually a few names, but uh, Danny Gold or Danny Goldman, I believe is the other Multi-million name. Multi-million dollar collection. The guy is one of the biggest scammers, scumbag frauds. I would love for someone to get involved and find a way to arrest this moron. Stealing five and six figure cards, saying bought, making deals, saying he never got them, you know, blaming FedEx for lost packages. Total scum. Here's Danny the issue. Goldberg was his full name, it looks like. Yep. I, I don't often like the way card porn sensationalizes stuff or makes call out crap. They did an excellent job here. No problem saying that. Overall, do I agree and like everything they do? No. In this case, fantastic job. They collaborate with some other people. The Wax Pack guy. Uh, I always forget his. I think his name might be Kyle. They got some information from him. Excellent job tracking this idiot down. Uh, the guy for the Tom Brady card that was that was stolen. So basically he made a yes. trade. It was I think it's worth almost $200,000 $200, now. now. That yep. card got returned. This Danny Moron guy was also like tracing over autos and then getting them graded. And they got graded by both companies, PSA and BGS. So he was obviously. Someone did point out like, hey, everyone giving crap to HGA. And now look at this. That was a fair point. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I, it I, happens I, to everybody. No question. Um, but man. I, King Golden was even getting involved in this. Well, he had he, they a car, had a card, he up, had a for card up, at, up for auction that was traced over. Ken pulled it down. I like Ken's response too. He put right in the post there. Hey, because Danny's like, oh, send it back. I'll destroy it. Ken said, if you're going to do it, let's do it right now. Nope. Danny, I don't know Danny. Danny has more money than me and more influence in the hobby than a lot of people, apparently, because a lot of guys knew him, which makes me wonder who knew how much of a scumbag he he was. 
don't ever deal with the guy. If you do, I think you're just total trash. I mean, scamming people and to be worth millions of dollars in doing that, it just shows you the type of guy he is. Absolute garbage. You might be dealing with him and not know his name on Instagram. He goes by the handle of 8everlast24. I am going to so. go out on a limb and say that account went private pretty quick. Oh, yeah. It's definitely Love gone it. private. Love it. Good. Now. People like that should be ostracized and never be allowed back into the community. Ever. You just shouldn't. You have to protect your community to a degree. I hope other content creators, albeit smaller audiences than ours, I hope they talk about this and promote this because it is something you need to be careful of. And I'll be honest with you, for 200 grand, I got to say, Danny boy, and someone posted his address. He got fully doxxed, which I love. I am all for that. When spineless thieves get totally doxxed. I can't remember. And they just expose all your information. They posted like the name of his house where he lives. I have no problem with that. For 200 grand. Well, uh, I feel like there's got to be some kind of wire fraud, mail fraud, something. I hope there's legal action. I really do. I hope this becomes a big thing. I would also like to know whether there other people involved, even at the grading company, just because of how crazy, like this is a eight, from what I heard, I always have to count. 10 million is eight figures, correct? 10, six, yeah. What I was told is this collection is, worth, is in the eights, eight, eight, an eight digit collection is what he has. Really? Wow. I want to know That's how many insane. of these things have been stolen. How many things? Yeah, I just. Well, they said something about like he had like 130 something and he now uh, 130 something posts of cards and then he took down. Uh-huh. I want to say like 40 or 50 of them or something like that. Something crazy. Like yeah, that's just just think like you had all of these posts up and these are you just suddenly chose to take down mm-hmm. certain ones like garbage. All, a third of your collection, it, if he, not, sounds he should like be, he should be yeah. in prison. Period. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, anyways, and he would be the bell of the ball. <laughs> bell of the ball. <laughs> all right. We're moving Everyone on. knows prisoners hate card scammers. I'm going to make this short and sweet. This next thing. Jordan Poole is this year's Taylor Horton Tucker. Any of these other donkeys who are promoting this guy like he's the next thing, I would sell him immediately. I don't care how many useless top five lists he makes. Do not spend your money on Jordan Poole. He's a fine player. He has no business having the kind of hobby buzz he's had the last week. So interesting. Okay. I just don't. He, he plays with Steph Curry. Clay Thompson's coming back. Wiggins is there. Wiseman, Draymond. You think Jordan Poole's getting 20 shots a game when the games count? What are we doing? People get so okay. worked up about these guys. But don't guys' uh, values still inherently start to sure. go up some if their teams are winning? There's some value there. And this is not a Jordan Poole knock. I don't think he's trash by any means. Sorry, Tyler. I think he's a good player. Temper it. Again, now all of a sudden he's like the guy in top five lists and all this other garbage. I just, there's no reason to be buying him right now, in my opinion. If you have him and you're holding him, cool. If you had him for any other reason than to hold it because you like him, sell it right now and do not buy him. Not right so just now. to give everybody an idea, his 2019 Prism PSA 10 base card, yep. uh, as of September 20th, it was going for $36. As of uh, yesterday, it's going for $127. Insane. So, yeah, Insane. he's had quite the spike. It, he's had a lot of ups and downs over the last year. And Huge a good, spikes. And a good player, I, I, this is no reflection on the player. This is more the reflection on, we've seen this song and dance before. Breathe. Okay, good. Uh, I just one point, last point to that, because of those ups and downs, I'm going to be making a little bit of a, a short video on this for the newsletter on Monday. Oh. But just something uh, when investing, this goes, this applies to all uh, investing, but we're going to apply it specifically to cards. Just one way to protect yourself so you're not buying at the absolute high uh, for any specific guy. Right. So we'll discuss a little bit more about that 
on oh, Monday's that was a tease. newsletter. Yeah, Man, I was on the edge of my seat. I was asking, no, what do we no, do? Don't, I'm not going to tell you. Uh, no, before I forget, you. I put this card out to show you. You're not going to see it. I'll post a picture. What I, is this A? I keep seeing A's. Yeah, Why are they- I, so I, I got this card at the National in a trade. I traded away a Griffey card I really liked and 300 bucks. So about 900 bucks in value. 2000 Don Russ Elite Tom Brady. The card itself is serial number to 2000. The first 500 numbered, so one through 500, are die cut. Like the actual card, you can see the rounded corner, the cut on the bottom. It's a die cut instead of just a square card. So they sell a little bit more. I inspected this. The guy, Steve, who sold it to me, inspected it. I thought it was real. I sold it raw uh, in the Facebook group. By the way, this was like two months ago. I still do. I've been making posts about this. I do not know. I've been going back to my messages. If you bought this card, message me on Facebook. The person already paid the thousand bucks. He was going to pay for the grading after the fact. It came back in A, which means authentic, but it's altered somehow. Oh, I do not know why it's altered. I mean, I gave this a pretty good once over. This is my thing, though. If you are talking about grading companies and they do not authenticate cards, I have no use for them. There's a lot of these pop-up grading companies now that are not authenticating. That's why it's an issue right there. I'm sad that, the, although quite frankly, the Brady market, I think the card's still worth a thousand bucks plus. I actually do. But I, whoever, the, I wish I knew the name. If this is your card, if you bought the Brady card for me on Facebook and I was grading it for you, I will give you your thousand bucks back. I'll cover the grading fee I already paid. Or I will just give you the card if you still want it. Uh, I'll sell it for you and pay you the difference. Whatever you want me to do, I don't care. But I do need to find out who owns that card. You have two hours. I'm keeping it up. <laughs> <laughs> two hours from the time of recording, though. Right. So, Last quick yeah. note, then we're going mailbag. eBay views. We've seen this all over the place. There's been posts, charts. Hey, views are way down. Interaction. Why is eBay struggling right now in the card market? There's a couple reasons. First of all, PWCC is gone. They were, a, the, I think, probably the biggest volume mover on eBay. They move a ton of stuff. They are gone for supposed shill bidding. If that was the actual reason, you cleaned up your platform, fantastic. Either way, them being off your platform hurts. Number two, there are other things coming about now. Whatnot is huge. People go in a loop. People use Starstock. People use you know social media platforms to sell more. There's a ton of other options, not just eBay. And eBay has been way too lax with just blindly siding with buyers, regardless of what happens. So when you treat sellers like that, eventually they move. They, they move on to other platforms. And I think another thing is just the ability to have consequences there like you get ripped off you got to go through the song and dance with ebay i just don't think it's a great i think it's still the most used platform for cards and that's fantastic but like i just feel like people have lost confidence in a lot of these things shilling is a very easy thing i mean like i said before you got probstein talking to one of the biggest criminals in the history of the hobby and how they shilled stuff together or he shilled stuff for him whatever it was and and like the guy's still a huge card seller on ebay you do all those things, and eventually people start leaving. eBay's still the clear number one. I would love it if in a year or two from now, that were not the case. I just, the way they have mishandled it, and they allow sellers like that guy to operate. I also think it's funny. We called him out after that. It was a Bill Maestro. I think that's who he was. The guy, the criminal guy went to jail. It was definitely Maestro. I don't remember. Yeah, he's the guy who interviewed him. I thought it was great. I ranted about him a couple weeks ago. I got messages like people telling me, that's not true. I, what? I just, just so we're clear, I made fun of him again today. If that's your response to any, if you reach out to us, I'm just going to ignore you. You are blindly being misled if you think that guy is an up and up seller. So, um, but that's why eBay stuff is down. I think people are moving on to a degree. That's why I would say now more than ever, if you're going to eBay stuff, 
have a consigner with a big following do it because at least you know then there are eyes on it. PCSportsCards.com, five-star seller. Matt Sellers. Those are the two guys we use. I think those are the two of the two of the best in the game, and you know you're going to get views and looks. You see how I worked that right in there? It was Oof. really, really smooth. Bam, no one even mailbag, noticed. go. I mailbag. Um, we had quite a number of really good questions this week. Uh, let's start with Danny. I'm going to pronounce it like I would uh, if it started with an M. Minivan, but Ginny Van? Ginny? It starts with a G. It's spelled like minivan, starts with a G. Danny, your question from the Facebook. You've discussed buying, selling, holding cases on previous pods. Is there room for money to be made by an individual who might not have the relationships or connections you have? Yeah, you got to be way more discerning. You have to get in early on stuff or wait for stuff to top out. Two of my biggest holds right now, 2021 Tops Chrome. Yes, I got a dirt cheap on allocation, but it's it's down to 160 a box, I think, for hobby. It's way cheaper now than it's really ever been in years past. Anybody could go onto a reseller and buy that. Same with Bowman Chrome. Bowman Chrome came out very quiet, not a lot of movement. You could have bought it then. Yeah, so there's room. You have to be selective, though, because you can't just buy stuff from retailers top of the market and say, hey, in six months or a year, I'm going to make money. Be selective. Follow some of the trends, especially with those two. Look at the trends of Bowman Chrome every year, Topps Chrome every year. I think there'll be an opportunity in December, probably, with Bowman Draft. If it comes out a little bit low or, or average, cool, buy some cases and wait. But Wax, to me, is a longer-term game than the quick-flip single side of things. Okay. Um, Michael Whistle, any young NBA guys you're scooping up before the season starts in hopes that they make a leap? I'll be honest with you. Personally, I'm boring. I'm buying established guys. I've been, I still have a ton of jaw. I still am buying a little bit of jaw stuff. I'm buying Zion. I'm buying Jason Tatum. We're gonna, I'm actually going to start buying a little bit of uh, Ben Simmons stuff, too. But nobody like, hey... Second round pick, nobody's kind. I don't really go on a limb too much with the NBA. I don't follow enough to know who's going to have a potential, you know, breakout season. Uh, Ilya Fishman, it's, it's Ilya, right? Man, he asked, I think he's so. asked a lot of questions. I, I hate if I'm butchering it. Uh, anyways, Mr. Fishman, he, oh, he has two questions. Uh, the first one, I hate how good the show is. Would you guys just do a bad show once? That's oh, a planted man. question. Thank That's, you. That's just a compliment yep, right there. Sure. Thank you, sir. Your real question. What are some of the takeaways for both you and Jesse uh, have from the first five weeks of the NFL season? I mean, my first takeaway is I feel like everyone's getting injured that I thought would be, you know, healthy and perform better. You have watched more football this year than any other time in your life combined. Is that safe? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I, I, I like didn't that. think guys got this. Am I crazy or is this like a normal amount of injuries for uh, NFL season? Yeah, honestly, I mean, I don't think there's been as many notary noteworthy injuries as like other sports. It doesn't, it doesn't come across that way to me this year. No, the really? NBA okay. in the playoffs last year was insane. Kawhi, you know, all the teams missing big players, Anthony Davis in the end. That was insane to me. The NFL this year seems to be fairly on pace. Yeah. Overall, though, I the other biggest takeaway is everybody was hyping 2021 QBs um, and 2020 down. Quite yeah. a bit. 2020s. Yeah. I think that's been, yeah. I uh, So my biggest takeaway, or some of the biggest, Brady, I, I keep thinking at some point, there's like this nagging thought he's going to show up and be 45. And he's, <laughs> haven't seen that yet. I'm, I've been surprised how good he's been. Um, Mac Jones has been a pleasant surprise to me. The fact that he won out the starting job over Cam and that he's played well. Um, yeah, is he a 
you know, a Pro Bowl this year? Not even close. If you're a Pats fan, do you have hope for the future? Absolutely. And Joe Burrow, I did not think we would see Burrow have this much success this early this year. Him and Herbert, I thought they would both play very well, but on teams that were not winning games. They have been very well. They've played very well. Okay. Uh, Chip Bailey from the Facebook, with the inflation of all the new sealed wax coming out, shouldn't we also be seeing an inflation on singles for those boxes? If so, are we seeing that for comparable rookies from previous years? I mean, we do see more singles than we've ever seen before. Inflation, though, I, they're producing more, but more there are more people in the space. I don't think it's an inflation. I just think it's... Oh, I thought he was talking about the inflation in price. Maybe oh. he is talking about the inflation in price. Well, we've definitely seen that. Prices are inflated. Or, so or again, do you think singles prices... Singles are higher than they've ever been as well. No question. So I think the connection in my mind is always closer. Wax to singles, singles to wax. When one really suffers, they all really suffer. When one does really well, there may be a bit of a delay, but they follow the same trends. Uh, Patrick James Lynch wants to know, what about the NFL season so far and its impact on sports cards market is similar to years past and what's different? And when he says past, I think he's talking about pre-COVID boom. Do, do you find this to be a similar type of season or a response in the card market? I don't trust people with three names. Generally, yeah. they're assassins. So mm. next question. Yeah. So James Robles wants to know. Um, so there's been some trends that are the same. I mean, we're still seeing people. I think the reactions are happening quicker this year. Guy has a great game. We see an immediate spike. It used to kind of be with football, two or three weeks. Okay, now it's a trend. Now the spike. And we also saw almost no offseason dip, just the opposite. People started reaching early on guys in the offseason and prices going up. Joe Burrow was a great example of that. He was still injured in the middle of the offseason, and his prices started spiking. I just think there's more attention on the NFL than ever before for, in the hobby. That's good. I was wondering about that myself. Like, is this like a normal thing, or is this better than what we're used to? I, I was hoping it was better. I hope it continues. I think like it's this. been, yeah, it's been very consistent. I think it's been easier for people to sell football cards now than ever because there is more attention. James Robel wants to know. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. He. <laughs> He even put in here, Jesse, my last name's pronounced Robles. Thank you, James. James Robles wants to uh, <laughs> My question is, Josh Allen, hold or sell? I think you hold him. Yep, I think you can hold him. I mean, that's they're going to run away with that division. At least regular season is probably the best team in the AFC. So no reason to run from, from Joshy Boy right now. They, let's talk in 10 weeks. Get to the end of the season. What do they look like? Kyle Hunch Hutchinson? You that, guys James Ro that James Robo always has the best questions. <laughs> he really does. He's so good. Uh, you guys going to the Dallas Card Show at the end of the month? Hope to see you all there. Nope. We're not. I put this in here just because how often do they do that? Is that once a quarter? or is that Dallas is once a quarter. The Boston Causeway Show is this weekend. Uh, there's a big Chantilly show in Virginia the, 20 the weekend of the 22nd. Uh, honestly, with the house, everything we got going oh, yeah. on. Yeah, we're starting to get the crunch time. We got family coming in town in the next month or so. Yeah, we're, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think I'll be traveling for any shows. Uh, maybe this calendar. If that changes, year. we'll let you guys know. Uh, yeah, for sure. If somebody wants to pay, and you know what? If you want to pay us to come promote your show and come to it, email me. I'll come to the show. There you go. <laughs> Boom, bam. <laughs> Eli Etzel. That's like pretzel. Elon Musk. PR. Yep. Uh, Eli wants to know, do you see a Mahomes market reset coming currently at Brady's levels that may never be reached? 
What does that mean? Currently at Brady's levels, that may never be. I don't know that. Let's just let's ask the first part. Do we see a Mahomes market reset coming? I'm still of the mindset like he's had a little bit of a drop because of the slow start. I I think that's it. I I think we are pretty much at the low. Like if you told me they won the next nine out of nine out of the next ten games, wouldn't be surprised at all. I still think they are the class of the AFC. So no, personally, I don't. Barring injury, no. Barring injury, okay. And also, this talk of that he's on Brady's level is not really true either. Look at Brady's stuff. Mahomes has low-numbered stuff. That's the difference. Brady's rookies are a different because they're 20 years older, 16 years older, or 17. So, yeah, no. He he is a GOAT-level status in the hobby. I mean, $4 million NTRPA. But, yeah, it's. I, I think this is the—I honestly think this is about the bottom. So, question. In your eyes, Brady's gone. Who is the next? Who's the next Brady? Mahomes is the only guy right now who has a shot to be that because he's he's got a Super Bowl. He's been to another Super Bowl. I mean, who else? And he's young. What's he? Twenty? How old is Patrick Mahomes? I'm going to say he's twenty. I'm going to say he's twenty six. I, I just don't know. And he has a ring. That's the thing. We're not talking about great statistical seasons. We're talking about that coupled with rings. Right now, he's he is the next guy to me. Now, people talk about Aaron Rodgers has a yeah he has one ring. You think Green Bay's? I mean, well, Green Bay's not winning again. I don't think. And at his age, even if he won two more, he's not anywhere close to Brady. But a young guy, if he were to win another ring or two in the next three, four, five years, all of a sudden he has three before the age of thirty. You know, maybe. But personally, I don't think we're going to see seven again. I just that's a that's a crazy number in that sport. I I don't think we're ever going to see anybody close to it from the quarterback position. He is 26. He is. Okay. Um, yep. Okay. Yeah, like if Herbert wins a ring this year, though, like if one of the young guys won a ring this year, Herbert's like 22, 23, all of a sudden it gets interesting. He also has one. He's a couple years younger, you know? Well, even still, Brady wasn't super young when he got his first ring, was he? He was super young, yeah. So they won three out of the first four years he played. He was drafted oh, in 2000. They okay. won three out of four. I thought he didn't start winning to the after the first few years. No, but okay. then he went a ten year drought. Then he won three more, and then he won one more when he went to Tampa. So okay. he had a, a weird fun. drought in the middle. But yeah, um, okay. Brady Collier wants to know. I was going through my childhood collection, mostly early mid nineties basketball. He came upon a whole plastic case of checklists from the various products. I saw that in a recent Nash card SGC uh, revealed that they sent a checklist. Off for grading. So my question is, is there value in checklists? Can you also tell me, Mike, what's a checklist? What does that mean? A plastic checklist? So like a, some card sets would have like actually in the set a same size card instead of a picture of a player just has card 201, Jesse Gibson, 202, Mike Jason. Oh, a checklist like for the guys. Um, yeah. I don't know. Some checklists for sure have value because they're kind of rare and hard to find. I don't know what they would, which ones they would be though, Brady. I would check Check eBay, see if you can find comps. But but yeah, don't just throw them out. Oh, these are checklists. Who cares? Yeah, some of those could have some, some value to them for sure. Great name, Brady. Adam Bass wants to know, Kyler or Stafford? Time to sell or keep holding? Adam Bass just bought some Aaron Judge cards for me that I'm shipping out today. Thank you, Adam. Um, Kyler or Stafford? I mean... I, I, or, I think he wants to know both. Kyler and Stafford. Okay, so I mean, I like both. I think there's room. Even Kyler, you said there's growth, but he hasn't exploded despite being five and zero. And what I, I don't think you could even argue that the best team in football right now, they went into the Rams stadium and beat the crap out of them. Hard to say anybody right now is better than the 
the Cardinals. Do I trust them long term? I haven't seen it yet, so no. But right now, so I don't think his growth is, has performed as well as he has performed on the field. So I like Kyler, and I like Stafford kind of long term because it's the first time we I think he's going to make some actual noise in the playoffs. So I think there's room for both of them. Like we decided discussed earlier, though, Stafford's hard to buy. You know, I, I think the play with Stafford though might actually be this year's product. Kind of like Brady last year, first year in Bucks uniform. I don't really hear anybody talking about that, but he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. If he were to ri- win a ring with the Rams the first year there, his stuff from this year will have a premium on it. So I actually think that's kind of an interesting play with Stafford. 2021 Rams uniform Stafford stuff. Interesting. Okay. Kevin Armstrong. What's the bigger deal? Hosting out SNL or getting mailbag question on the pod? Well, you'll never know, Kevin. So forget it. <laughs> Michael Provost wants to know. Wait a minute. Are we going on SNL? <laughs> SNL, by the way, I watched a couple of episodes when I was on vacation. Oh, oh my. That show yeah. is putrid. It's really rare to get a really good episode. But oh, I did. When terrible. I heard Kim Kardashian was hosting, I was like, give me your card and nothing else, sweetheart. Yeah, out. That's what I told her. I, I honestly wonder if the plan for SNL is to not be funny at all. <laughs> But to make you feel so uncomfortable that you think you're alone. I'm like, oh, no, I'm supposed to be laughing. I'm it the is, only one. It is terrible. I, I, we Any conversation you and I have ever had at any point, I don't care if it was when your grandfather died, any yeah. conversation we've ever had is more funny than anything I've seen on SNL. There were a lot of jokes made at that funeral, though, to be fair. Oh. Oh. Of course I, there were. Full lens? I mean, I mean br- come nothing, on. Well. Nothing brings out my my sense of humor like a good funeral. I, yeah, true. I just SNL's brutal. Mailbag is way more prestigious than that bag of garbage these days. Yeah. Ugh. So you know what, Kevin? Thanks a lot, uh, Mr. Lauren. If you'd like to have us on, Lauren Michaels, let me know. <laughs> spice that note? thing right just up. Just a side note. Michael Provost wants to know: with so much of baseball's prospects value in Bowman being based on hype, what drives the hype? And he he references this too. He says that he recently pulled a couple of nice, and I'm sure I'm going to butcher this, uh, Colmenera's cards for the TB Rays. Oh, oh, Carlos. Yeah, he, so he's in 2021. He, so he says he doesn't even know why he's such a big deal. Here's the reason why a lot of the guys in Bowman Chrome, for example, if you look at the back of that card, it will have their age and international prospect ranking. So like Carlos Colmenera's, your pronunciation, I, I think that's actually spot on, by the way. Oh, it feels good. Kudos to you. Um, young, international star, and, and the age. That's the thing. You look at Jason Dominguez, Wander Franco, Tatis. All these guys came up, or almost, I mean, a lot of the big names now, even Soto, I think, international stars, international kids, rather, who came over and they took over the game. You start to find guys like that. It's like, hey, if this guy does that, his pricing is going to be crazy. He's a hitter. He's got some power. It's more the unknown factor, though. Young international star. Gotcha. You know, that's, that's, a- that's really the... And then the other thing that you got to keep in mind is on-field stuff. Like when winter ball kicks up, that's a difference with baseball and other things. Now, granted, Mike Trout stuff is not going to... Well, it could if the market just goes nuts. But Trout, Devers, when the season's over, veterans are not playing winter ball. They're pretty well done. A lot of the prospects do. And then spring ball before the season starts... So baseball is the one for prospecting. Really, year-round, there are markers that could have a good or bad effect on. I was actually, that's an interesting uh, thing to note because I don't think I've ever heard you or anyone else talk about like the international uh, fandom of a person being something that bases their value. Or yeah, I mean, like if bases- you took the top 20 players in the game 
under the age of 30. I would argue, I don't know who they are, top, or under the age of 28. I bet a lot of those came over as international prospects, like signed and were not draft picks. Oh, okay. Interesting. I would okay. think, like, I don't, I I could be wrong. Man, I'm foggy on some of that stuff too, but like Acuna, Tatis, Soto, I think, I don't think Vlad was a draft pick. I think Vlad came over as a free agent signing like that or however they do it as a prospect signing. Jason oh, Dominguez, okay. Wander Franco. I don't think any of those guys were draft picks. I could be wrong. Anyways. Pretty cool, though. If that, if that is the case, that's that's a good stat. Very know. cool. I think so. Um, all right. How Sweet. many more do you want? 19. Uh, I mean, I actually think I could do 19. <laughs> Give me a couple more. You pick a couple okay. more. I mean, it's, it's early. I don't mind. Uh, all right. I'm not going to save this one for last. Hey, we're going. We're going. I'll go rapid fire. I've been getting real long winded. So let's go rapid fire. OK, well, I'm, I'm doing this one now and I'm not saying it for the end in case it gets uncomfortable and we need to air okay. it out. Adam Corey wants to know you're for and I am so annoyed that he gets asked this question and I get called out for saying anything about him last week. Adam Corey wants to know you're forced to spend an entire week in isolation with SCI's Jeff and Vegas Dave. You three can only talk about cards. If you leave early, you lose your entire collection. Do you have the willpower to withstand that amount of suffering? I'd find a shark to bite my head off. Next. <laughs> it's a good question. It's a solid question. I don't see why he gets asked and I can't. All right. Um, oh, let's nobody see. Nobody more atrocious in this hobby than Vegas Dave. Nobody. That's, yeah, no. I don't even think they're in the same league. But. D-O-M-I-T. He is a vomit. Doodle-doo-doo. Sweet. We started with singing. I'll end with singing. I don't care. I'll go acapella the next 35 minutes. That was months. really good. It was really good. I thought um, there was another letter in that. And I was like, this is gonna, I realized about halfway through the spelling, I'm going to be a and and a few letters short. Here. Yeah. The Nard dog would not be happy with that. You that did not resolve tone. the melody. <laughs> All right. All right. Ahead. Ronald Bat, Ronald Rash, uh, sports boy, in your opinion, what's the best comic book card set to collect? Here's the thing, guys. Uh, I put out, I have, no, no, no I, I have an idea, but bottom line is I'm still learning a lot about it. And based on the response I got from the video, I, I don't know if I can guarantee there's going to be a lot more comic book <laughs> stuff going forward because <laughs> there wasn't a lot of interest. That being said, you got to base it. And I'm, I'm telling you what I've heard from other guys who actually do know. You got to base it on upcoming movies, upcoming uh, characters that are going to be in their own movie. So watch like, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe news, like anything coming up in the next few years. Now could be a good time to buy cards based on that. Um, I got some X-Men cards with some X-Men comics. They, I don't think there's a lot of value because most of the character, characters aren't well known, but they're about to revamp that whole X-Men series in the MCU. If any of those suddenly become this huge character, there could be some value there. So that's my best uh, advice hey, we to should you. blow off work this afternoon and go see James Bond. There'd be nobody Dude, at the theater. Dude, I really want to see it. Yeah. Okay. Did you rent that theater? Did you get it? It's one o'clock on a Tuesday. No one's going to be there. Are you- I can just bring my computer. I can. I'll just bring my Dell. You think computer. you can't sell mouse pads from that <laughs> theater? Of course you can. Um. All right. Let's see. Two more. Let's do two more. Is that fair? I think that's perfectly fair. Okay. Um. Let me do Matt Hull. Uh, okay, so I'm. I know we've talked about this before, guys, uh, but we gotta. I I cannot ignore this question anymore. Don't remember ever hearing much about best practices of storing cards. Could you answer boxes, pages, sleeve it, sleeves, etc.? Does this guy ever listen to the podcast? I know no, that's the thing. That's fine. But that's fine. That's there's a, a lot of people agreeing. Yeah, no problem. So. Uh, so yeah, for individual cards, 
I take them and put them in a penny sleeve. That's a soft plastic. Put them in that first, then in a top loader, the more rigid, hard plastic. I keep mine either in the cardboard, the white cardboard, you know, three or four row boxes. For the expensive stuff, I keep in the lock boxes, um, like the black padded lock boxes. Um, if you have just a ton of commons, I just dry stack those into those, you know, white cardboard boxes. Don't put them in a shoe box. Put even commons, put them in a box, like a, a box with rows to keep them fairly neat. Um, I don't know, pretty. Yeah, yeah. The you're only not other doing thing anything you have, special that other Yeah, and you do have to be careful a little bit with like temperature, humidity. Like we live down south. If I left my boxes in the garage for a week, you know, I'd probably mess them up a little, I would think. So be, you know, use your head a little bit. Okay. Um, Zach Dingus. No, I was going to say Dingus. I think it's Dinges. Anyway, Zach, why is Lamar Jackson? Is Jackson's- it Morris? <laughs> That's him. You got it. Nailed it. Bayside. Zach from Bayside wants to know. Why is Lamar Jackson's prism value $250 to $300 less than Josh Allen? Both are similar caliber of contending teams, but Lamar's pop count is almost half of Allen, and one could argue his production has been better than Allen, especially with already having a unanimous MVP. Yeah, uh, there is no argument. One person has done that in the postseason more than the other. Josh Allen made a run when the market was hot last year, made a run to the AFC Championship. I think Lamar is a good buy in general, though. I've said that before. It's tough to compare him to Allen now because Allen has that perception. He made the deep run when he needed to. Who beat the Ravens last year? Didn't he lose to the Titans last year? Or was that the year before? Ronick, any help on that one? Or? Now I'm trying to think. <laughs> I think the Titans beat them in the playoffs last year. I mean, the Titans made it to the playoffs, so that was There true. was one game for sure when the Titans went into Baltimore. Baltimore went in, I believe, as the number one seed, and the Titans beat them. Um, the Ravens season ended Saturday night, Western New York, Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Oh, the Bills. That's right. That's right. I'm sorry. So the year before that, they lost to the Titans last year. They lost to the Bills. Yeah. I mean, uh, I did look up Lamar Jackson actually before this. So as of last week, his 2018 prism PSA 10 was selling for 600. He had a very nice spike up to 784 as of yesterday. And so, Allen's at 850. I mean, it's not like they're that far. So he said two or three hundred apart. He's not right. He must have been maybe, maybe old basing numbers. it on before. Yeah, before. I, I think they so. should be close. I think Allen should be 10 to 20 percent higher. And if I asked you right now, who would you start a team with, Allen or Lamar? I don't know anybody taking Lamar over. I think Lamar is very good. I don't think many people, GMs, would like 32 GMs in the league. I think 20 plus would take Josh Allen over Lamar. Probably more than that. Okay. Fair enough. That was a uh, solid show. So. Oh, man. And we ended on card talk, too. So that one guy who hates that when he don't talk about cards, he's going to be happy. Oh, what? I hope he finds something else to listen to. I don't even know who he is. I don't know. <laughs> actually, I don't know what he's talking about. It was, it was from one of the comments from last week when everybody was like defending how great we are. And then there was like one or two guys who was like, yeah, I stopped listening because they never talk about cards. I was just like, oh, right. I feel like we talk about cards too much, if anything. So no, it's fine. It is what it is. I don't if you if you don't like what you hear, other stuff to listen to. No problem. Yeah, we'll give five hundred dollars to every person who says they don't like what they hear. <laughs> just reach uh, out P.O. box. Sure. I'll put it up on the end of the show. Speaking of which, I have to go get new keys to the P.O. box. They did not Are you work. You making me a copy? I need to get a key period. Just, you just need one, I have one working key. OK, yeah, one would be good. There you go. Sports cards. Nonsense. Uh, we always pump the website sportscardsnonsense.com. We get the newsletter, free sign up there. We get all of our card services. Uh, everything else is posted there as well. 
Uh, we are live Friday night on Whatnot, doing some live selling. I am live breaking Wednesday tomorrow in the in the Facebook group Geo Breaks, G I O Breaks, because that's always my that's my last name of the company. No, stop it. Seriously, it's all good. Uh, yeah. Anybody looking for discounts on Starstock or Card Ladder? Go to the website. We've got the uh, promo codes and things like that there. Yep. Um, and we're also going to be doing that uh, collectible video. If anybody is still interested in the fractional space, I think it's. Yeah. I mean, despite the response on the last video, it did better than comics, and we're seeing still a huge increase in the fractional market space. So we're still going to talk about that a little more. There you go. We'll be back Thursday. We are on for Thursday, correct? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, I'll be here, baby. Back Thursday. We'll probably do a little more MLB. We we went hard on the NBA t- uh, NFL today. So yeah, we'll be back Thursday. Brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. Listen to it wherever you're listening to it right now. However you did it today. <laughs> Just keep doing it, baby. exact same thing next I'm week. I'm saying baby a lot. Let's end it, baby. Bump, bump, bump. <laughs>